Well, welcome to another episode of the Partner Connection, where we take technical topics and try and demystify them and help you understand them and share why we feel they're relevant for our partners. And today, we're going to venture a little bit away from that topic and try and build a few stronger connections and talk to a good old friend of ours around women's leadership styles. And this is a topic that's near and dear to my heart, and I know it is to Sarah's as well. So I'm pleased to be joined by a former Dell colleague and a good friend at one of our best partners now at Computer Center, Sarah Shields, who's the Group Alliances Director. So welcome, Sarah. Uh, thank you, Cheryl. It is absolutely lovely to be here and great to hear your voice again. Oh, I know. It's great. Well, today we're going to be chatting with Sarah about her leadership journey as a woman in technology and how leadership, it's not always a very straightforward journey, the importance of being agile and adopting a growth mindset and how that's helped you navigate a rather dynamic environment. So Sarah, let's just dive right in if you're good. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about the transition you've just made. Has it been a year or how long now that you've transitioned to your new role at Computer Center? And I know any kind of change or transition is an opportunity for us to reflect, but challenge yourself, but share a little bit of your reactions, lessons learned, and kind of immediate observations as you embrace your new role. Absolutely. So it feels like a year, but it's actually, it's just over six months that I've been in role. And it's been a journey because I was at Dell for 15 years and had various different roles. And the decision to try something new was all part of that journey to my destination. And I think, Cheryl, you summed it up perfectly several months ago. And you said, it's a change of jerseys. It's not, um, you know, it was never a goodbye to my Dell friends and colleagues. It was taking that move from vendor to partner and a continuation of how I get to my destination. Computer Center is a Dell Titanium Black partner, you know, one of our biggest partners globally. And this role gives me an opportunity to really look at the skills that I acquired during my time at Dell and bring them on the next stage of my journey. A move from like running a European business to a global business, you know, setting up a new function within Computer Center and learning more about this terrific industry that we're in. I reflect back and the Dell journey taught me so much, both as a leader and as an individual. And what absolutely thrills me is the ability to take those learnings and to create some new opportunities for new colleagues within Computer Center and also at our customers and take some of those best practices that Dell has pioneered and really pay it forward. I love that. And like I said, the industry we're in is certainly dynamic and always moving. We use the term partner ecosystem partnerships. I really do believe we're all playing for the same team and you have just changed jerseys and I'm sure there's going to be insights and a few interesting perspectives when you're on the other side of those relationships. But candidly, I think it'll just help you be a richer, more aware alliance leader for Computer Center, frankly, because you understand a little bit of the vendor perspective. And likewise, 
as you engage with us, you'll be helping us be a better partner. But I'm really wanting to see if you could share a few tidbits or advice from a personal level, because I know often we talk about how your leadership journey is not always straightforward. And I know I often talk and mentor with women where we feel promotional opportunities may be few and may be limited. People are certainly ambitious and eager for their own knowledge and development, but obviously trying to get promoted and elevate. And sometimes we talk about rotational opportunities or lateral opportunities that can broaden your perspective and give you a different set of experiences that make you a better leader. So what would be your advice? You've somewhat taken a bit of a lateral move into a partner, but as you said, it gives you now global perspective versus just a MIA perspective. But just in that context, do you have any advice or do you have any tips? What would be a bit of your lessons learned? Do you know, the best bit of advice I would give to anybody is pick your destination. Where is it that you want to go? Where is your career taking you? What do you want to achieve? It's kind of like turning up at the train station. You've got to know which train to get if you know what that destination is. It may not be a single train. It may be multiple trains. And sometimes you will have to take and make a lateral move in order to get where you want to go. But I always say to anyone who I'm mentoring or anyone asking for advice is pick that destination and know what you want to do. And then look at what do you need to get to that final destination? What is it that you think is a skill set that you don't have, that you need to go learn, you need to go evolve, or you can pick somebody to help you along that way? And then be clear about how you're going to do it. And this for me was part of my jump to the computer center role in that for all of my career, I have been on the vendor side. So 15 years at Dow, and prior to that, I'd been at the other OEMs. And the partner piece was the gap that I felt was missing in order to make me that full 360 leader. You know, people say, oh, is it different at Computer Center than at Dell? And it's like, it's not different. It's just a slightly different angle. And I love the fact that I'm now working across multiple vendors. I am looking at the business from a slightly different angle. And I'm actually, from where I am now, I'm a step closer to the customer as well in that I'm partner side. As before at Dell, I was running the EMEA channel businesses. So I'm a little bit closer to that end customer. And it's teaching me a very different set of commercial skills that I have simply not had before. But there's a real constant here. And actually, Cheryl, you've been a great role model for me in this. And that is the constant has got to be who your authentic self is, regardless of the logo on your jersey. Who is the person underneath? What are your core skills? What is it that drives you? And that's always remained constant. And I love companies that enable you to be your true self. You know, Dell was fabulous at that and Computer Center is as well. And I love the fact that I'm able to take a lot of the lessons in leadership, a lot of the learnings that we have for women and supporting women and girls into STEM 
and other activities, I'm able to take that to a much wider audience. And that just fills me with joy, Cheryl. And, you know, some of the great stuff that you've pioneered at Dell, I'm actually able to go and put into Computer Centre and just get more women excited about this industry that we're in. You know, there's never a corner on great ideas and best practices. So it takes all of us, and if we can learn from each other and go replicate or expand best practices that does help reach a broader audience, it takes us all, you know? So I love that. And I know that you are somewhat like me. I describe myself as kind of an eternal optimist. I just am always, and I know you are too. And sometimes we describe that as having a growth mindset. There's been some articles written and studies done there. And I think it's undeniable that we're navigating right now a time of uncertainty, right? Whether it's economic, you look at the geopolitical landscape and what's going on, it's pretty tense right now, along with just the pace of change in our industry. And we talk about all these new trends and innovative, disruptive capabilities like generative AI is consuming the conversation everywhere. And what does that mean to my job? Is a robot going to take over my job? But how do you, and maybe just describe a little bit about how you approach it, but how a growth mindset, a place of optimism, finding the possible in a little bit of uncertainty can help you navigate and honestly provide the leadership to your team and others around you as we're all navigating, like I said, this macro kind of uncertain space? I love that question because it's like, I am the eternal optimist. And when times are tough, when you've got economic headwinds, you've got everything that the world can throw at you, that's when the job gets interesting. That's when you have this opportunity to be a change agent, to evolve and approach things in a different way. You know, at Dell, we talked about resilience and grit, and this is what you need when things are changing. And nobody likes change, but people like irrelevance even less. And that's mm -hmm. the point about right now. You know, Gen AI, it's the words on everybody's lips. I don't think anybody truly has nailed, this is what we're going to do here. There are too many complexities and unknowns about it. But what I do know is that where Gen AI is going to take us, where Gen AI is going to evolve this IT industry, the opportunities are immense. And anybody who is facing a career in IT or any career, you've got to be ready to evolve and add value and embrace these new technologies and use Gen AI for the power of good. The only thing that scares me about Gen AI is how we contain it. How do we make sure that we are focusing Gen AI on making life better? You know, in automobile industry, how do we make cars safer? In healthcare, how do we use Gen AI to look for cures of human diseases? How do we make the world a better, more sustainable place? And that really does come back to that whole destination kind of point, really. And that is you pick that destination that you want to be at. And that may be a feeling. It may be comfort. It may be 
a set of financial metrics or whatever, but you've got to have the ability to navigate you know, changes along the way to get you to that path. And Gen AI is such a huge opportunity for all of us. And the more I hear about it, the more excited I get. I think it's one of those moments in time that it's going to be another one of these disruptors that while none of us completely understand the applicability in our personal lives, it's going to touch everything. It's going to get integrated into everything. Just like we today can't imagine life without a smartphone. There was a day we didn't have them. <laughs> you know, it's just going to get integrated. Exactly. And as an industry, you know, we've always loved buzzwords. We've always loved the latest trend. And you could go back and say, you know, cloud. You could go back and say VR or AR. But AI has the difference because the impact is going to be immense on how we live and the way that we interact as people. And I see it when used for good, it's going to just be the most powerful disruptor yet. You know, truly exciting. But we have as an industry to look at how do we contain AI? How do we make sure the right people are doing the right things rather than the wrong people doing the wrong things? But that's a whole nother discussion, Cheryl. And that's probably... <laughs> I'm a big believer that AI isn't the thing. It enables the thing. And any kind of innovative technology, bad guys can get their hands on it as well as the good guys. And just like we see in cybersecurity today, you know, I believe the white hats and the good guys will always prevail and stay ahead of them. But it's not that we should be fearful of the technology. So I would actually, my words, rather than contain it, it would be how do we put the right governance and responsibility and accountability in place so that we apply it safely. Yeah. No, I agree. And you raise a really good point because, you know, as one door opens, another one closes, and that's always the way. So, and as AI gallops and gathers momentum, the opportunities for additional IT services and support just grows and grows and grows. Cyber resilience for, is absolutely one. I think the work around sustainability and the forward thinking about the power consumption of, of gen AI you know, systems and data houses, how do we get that so it becomes a much more globally friendly place? And the opportunity for this industry in making that a more sustainable option is huge as well. So the one thing we know in this IT industry, it's never boring. It's never dull. There's always going to be something new that changes us. I describe it with the team sometimes, whether you call it a growth mindset or just your ability to embrace change, is yeah. if you're not really wired for change, forget what company you're at. You might be in the wrong industry because this is, by definition, the IT industry. It's constantly innovating and disrupting and it's very dynamic and I happen to be stimulated by that. I kind of get energized by it. And I think this AI is an expression of another amazing set of capabilities and tools and technologies that are going to help us go faster, smarter, more insightful, data-driven. It is going to be a place for good, but you have to be willing to be a little uncomfortable, navigate a little uncertainty, and be a curious learner. I think now is much as a time of like no other 
the pace of change is so fast, the pace of adoption of this new exciting capability, you just have to kind of lean in. You got to be a curious learner. And absolutely, that word, curious, curiosity, I think that's my fuel. That's what gets me going. I'm curious as to what's next. Change doesn't scare me. I love it. I love it. It keeps me on my toes, keeps life interesting. One of the early lessons that I had at Dell was one of my leaders who was like, always ask one more question. How do you use that resilience and that curiosity as rocket fuel? And I love it. Yeah, it's the heart of the change agent. And agility as well, agility in thought and mindset. How do you remain open to change? And it's like I said, you know, moving from Dell to Computer Center is seeing the industry at a different angle. There's a different angle on absolutely everything here, which is what makes this exciting. Absolutely. So maybe share a little nuggets because, you know, this is really all about how can we share leadership ideas, examples. So in the spirit of, you know, we can talk about optimism. It's easy for me to get excited and motivated and paint the possible, but sometimes a good leader needs to lean in and meet your team and meet your female colleagues where they are. How can we sponsor, support talented women who have career ambitions and want opportunities for promotion? But do you have any stories or examples that you'd be willing to share on how do you actively support and sponsor who women are on their own journey, right? And they're on their career path to help them determine their destination as you've described it. Yeah, I think it's a great question. And it's something I spend a lot of time looking for those that need help, those that are absolutely on the right path but could do with a little bit of hand-holding and those that you just look at and you think my goodness you are just such raw talent and there's three really different people but the most important one is look for those that need help is there anyone that is struggling are they perhaps overwhelmed or a little bit lost or they just need an arm around the shoulder to help them back up I love being able to spot those individuals and I like being able to just get them back on their feet and help them to go and achieve great things. And it's as simple as who's quiet in a meeting or who do you think is wanting to come forward or not getting their voice heard and how do you help learn the skills to get heard? And that's super important and it's something that I take really, really seriously. Yeah, and sometimes it's just helping them see things in themselves that we see that they don't, really actively showing them how their presence and their capabilities and their outlook is stronger and more influential than they may perceive. Exactly. And sometimes it's as easy as the message of, you've got this, I'm behind you. And that's great. And we all stumble along the way. You know, sometimes you know, it's just really nice to have a hand to help you back up. Exactly. Exactly. None of us are perfect. Well, I'll tell you, you and I could go on and on and on. And I always love talking with you. And so as we summarize and kind of wind down here, this is something I always love to do at the end of our podcast with our guests. So I'm going to throw you a little curveball. We're going to ask you if you could share something that is a fun fact about Sarah that would not be on your CV, your resume, colleagues might not know. What's a fun fact about you? 
Ah, right. I have a new fun fact. And actually, I haven't shared this with anybody. So this is quite exciting. So I'm a mum of two boys, which most that know me know that. And my boys are massive sports fans. And so my youngest plays rugby, which is a very rough physical contact sport. And I am a newly qualified RFU, which is the, the Rugby Football Union, first aider. So if anyone has any first aid issues, I am uh, yeah, fully qualified to say first aiders and some of the courses that you need to do to become a paramedic. So fantastic. do you get an official jersey for that too? Or are you wearing a uniform on the sideline? Oh, yeah. I get my very own luminous bib with uh, first aider on, which is like really exciting. Although as a natural redhead, it does clash with my hair. <laughs> <laughs> love that. I love that. Well, Sarah, thank you for your inspirational words and sharing a little bit of your journey and your story and your best practices. I can't wait to see you again soon. And thanks so much for being here. It's my absolute pleasure, Cheryl. It's a pleasure to be back. And as I say, it's great to hear your voice. Well, that was a great conversation, and I know we could have gone on and on. So if you have any leadership styles or best practices or tips, please feel free to share. We'd love hearing them from you. And until next time, please, everyone, stay safe and be well. <music>